Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Sportsbet BS Hotline, state your emergency. Yeah, it's me punters group. Me mate Dave, I reckons he bought in. Okay, hang up now. What? And join Sportsbet's Bet With Mates. It's group betting without all the BS. Conditions apply. Gamble responsibly. 1-800-858-858. Former Premier of the State, Peter Gutwin, has been leading that. And he joins us now because in principle agreement means we are one step closer. I I don't (laughs) know, but it just continues to mean we're going to see a team. Peter, hello to you. G'day, guys. How are you getting on? Uh, Good, mate, Peter. We're great. Mate, how are you? Are you excited? Are you proud? Like, as we sit here today, it looks like this is going to become a reality sooner rather than later. Well, look, I think uh, what in principle agreement means is that all we've got to do is get the uh, bricks and mortar sorted out. Um, yeah, I think it's fantastic. I really do. I think, you know, Jeremy Rockliffe has done a fantastic job. And look, and I think you should give a shout out to Gil McLaughlin as well. You know, you've got have two parties at the table to get to an agreement and between them they've got us this far uh now with everything agreed in principle it's just a matter of sorting out the bricks and mortar in tasmania will have that 19 team which it's been chasing for the last four to five decades so it's a great day and peter you should be congratulated as well because you've played a pivotal part of getting all this and making it uh what seemingly is going to at some point in time become a reality but that big question about the bricks and mortar i'm sure there's a lot of contingencies in whatever agreement in principle they've got of, of how it needs to look. Uh, we've seen um, estimates of somewhere between anywhere between 750 and a billion bucks for a, uh, a venue. Is that something that uh, the Tasmanian population has got the appetite to invest in? Well, look, I certainly hope that they do. I think that the stadium um, is a really important and key piece. Obviously, the first step is to get the team nailed down and yeah, by all accounts, getting to an in-principle agreement stage, you know, that's been done. Uh, the thing that um, excites me about the stadium is that the stadium becomes an economic abler, enabler for the state. Yeah, it's not just about playing footy games there. There'll be other yeah. sports games that'll be played. It'll become an entertainment precinct. And what that'll do is grow the economy, uh, increase the revenues that the state government's got. And so not only will we end up with a football team, um, a... Uh, one of the best stadiums in the world, but will also grow our economy, generate more revenue, and as a result, there'll be more money that can be put into the essential services that Tasmanians need, like health, education, and importantly, housing. Mm. And I think that's you know been missed by some people that you know this isn't just about a football team. This is about an economic about having an economic enabler uh, mm. in the state, something that we haven't had before, and importantly. Yeah, what we'll see, um, you know, and I think Clarko said this once, um, you know, you put a flag in the top of the hill and that's that's the elite sport, but it's important that the base grows as well. Mm. What this will do will be a shot in the arm for um, young Tasmanians wanting to play sport, and that'll mean that over time we'll have a, a healthier population, mm. which will be a great thing. And and young men and women as well, such as the way the AFL has gone mm. and, and what that can mean there. But how, when you think of if the figures are right, you know, 750 to a billion bucks, 
How much is that reliant on either federal money or AFL money? And how much is it does the government, in your understanding, have to stump up in order to get this project uh, off the ground and get it running so you can get a team? Well, the Tasmanian Premier, uh, Jeremy Rockliffe, has made that perfectly clear, that the state will provide 50% of that, $375 million. Um, now, what's important, too, and I think this shouldn't be lost, is that uh, you know, there's never been a better time in this country to be investing in sports infrastructure. We've got the Olympics mm. uh, coming in the next uh, 10 years. Uh, there'll be a significant investment in the northern part of this country in respect of um, sports infrastructure. I think it's only fair and reasonable that whilst that's going on, there's also a significant investment uh, in the southern part of um, this country as well. And Tasmania, with this stadium, as I've said, uh, you know, it's not just about sport, it's about entertainment, it's about creating a precinct, but importantly, it's about growing the economy, uh, generating those extra revenues. And as a result, um, there'll be more money to spend on those essential services that Tasmanians need, like health, education, as I said, yeah. um, especially housing. Peter, uh, Andrew Gaines and I, obviously, Drewy, obviously involved in, in the basketball world a fair bit. I, I want to ask your opinion. The Jack Jumpers, the NBL team, which which came into the league last year, I'm not sure if you've been down to a game, Gazy, but at the, mm. the level of support and the passionate fans and the parochialism mm. that, that all the fans have for that that franchise, I think made a lot of people sit up and, and, and take notice of, of the Tasmanians and their, their passion for sport. Do you think that helped a little bit with this with the AFL licence and not the urgency for it, but maybe the, the way that people looked at it or viewed it and how desperately passionate they are to have their own sporting teams? I, I think it helped. Um, there's no doubt at all about that. What it did, it sent the message that Tasmanians will back a team that plays on the national stage. And importantly, as a government, we spent uh, around $70 million ensuring that um, what was the former Deck Stadium became mm. my state stadium and a state-of-the-art venue in, uh, in its own right. And you know, every game that's played, there's a game on up here in Launceston tonight. Um, you know, people are packing it out and they're getting behind that team. And I, they will have the same uh, support and desire for an AFL team as well. Um, and importantly, um, what it will mean, and you touched on it before, with AFL and AFLW being played in the state, you know, we'll have more kids that will be turning up uh, getting out, enjoying sport and being healthier as a result. And that's a really key outcome. And that's what we're seeing with the Jack Jumpers. Um, you know, kids, are, boys and girls are pulling on uh, jerseys right around the state. Primary schools, high schools have got behind them. Uh, and what we're seeing are kids getting involved and participating. Uh, and that's the benefit of, you know, putting that flag in the top of the hill. You grow the base and the, the, uh, the base provides really solid social uh, outcomes for you. Based on that, Peter, do you think the under get under eighteen team back into the TAC Cup as well to help that pathway? Well, I think one of the key things that we've got to look at now, um, certainly in terms of um, where we go next with um, with the AFL here, is the pathway uh, to the very first game. You know, and what date that will be? You know, obviously there are a number of. Um, uh, pathways that have been outlined but yeah, let's call it, let's suggest that it's around 2027 that the first game is played yeah there's great opportunity now to ensure that the structure and the framework uh, for local footy that supports uh, elite footy in this state um, that the time has taken to get that right and I think everybody can be a winner out of this yeah we're seeing it with basketball we're seeing uh, at that elite level, the passion that people demonstrate to get involved and support. But then we're also seeing participation uh, grow at the base as well. And we'll see that occur with um, 
with AFL and AFLW here in the state, and importantly, that pathway um, will enable us to put in place the right building blocks to ensure that we can support um, an AFL and AFLW team when they run out for that first game, as I said, you know, hopefully around 2027, and uh, can be broadly successful from day one. And the Tasmanian government, I believe it was today, confirmed that they're going to continue their relationship with Hawthorne for the 2023 season. If it is that that 2027, is this is there going to be? Do you have to trans transition out of the relationship with not just Hawthorne? I think it's also with North Melbourne. Or do you think that even when you get the, a uh, your own team, that is there still a, a potential that that Hawthorne and others could still have a, an association and play some games down there and additional games? Look, that's obviously a matter for Hawthorne and North Melbourne, um, and for those things to be worked through as that pathway develops to when the, the Tassie team would first um, run out. But what's important is that they have been great stewards of the game down here. They've been really good corporate partners, um, both Hawthorne and North Melbourne, whilst in the state. And they both have solid followings down here. And so, you know, I can understand their desire to remain engaged. But I have said this before, and I think um, it's a truism, that, you know, we have a really strong relationship with those two clubs. But the strength of that relationship uh, will be measured um, most importantly through the dignity uh, and the way that we exit the relationship as we go on to get our own team um, and as they take a, a step back uh, here in the state. But it's been fantastic, um, the period of time that we've had both of those teams, and it's pleasing that uh, already um, the Premier has said that, uh, that those relationships will continue into the next year. It's a big step forward. It has been that impending positive view in the mm. last little time that this was coming, and it looks like a big step was taken this morning. And, Peter, as Drury uh, did point out, you've been the uh, the front runner at the forefront of this for a long time, mate. So uh, keep doing the great work that you're doing, and the uh, the wonderful light at the end of this long tunnel is uh, very, very close, mate. Congratulations. We'll talk soon. Thanks very much, guys. Good on you, Have Peter. Thank you. You too. Former Premier of Tasmania, pretty good one. And I, I, look, I interviewed Tasmanian. Every yeah. Tasmanian right now would be doing a little bit of a fist pump and just so excited. But uh, for, for two reasons. One is they, of course, the AFL. But if they can get this magnificent venue up, this have you seen the, um, the some of the drawings of it and the, the location it of it? Amazing. I mean, it's a uh, expensive big ticket item. But he is right. If you don't have that, you don't attract other major events, other concerts, and other re- entertainment. Uh, activities that you can generate that uh, clearly uh, governments right throughout the world are prepared to pay big bucks for. And I think Adelaide Oval shows a little bit of that as well when it was rebuilt and redeveloped in what probably five, six years ago, that the, the amount of people who now go to Adelaide Oval mm. compared to what might have been going, in particular Port Adelaide football games, build it and they will come. Isn't Absolutely. Uh, Kevin Costner's famous mm. line all those years ago. Uh, mm. You get involved off the uh, 40 Wings temper text, very simple. It is 0433 98 1116.